over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. It's time for the Chicago Blackhawks postgame show on the Blackhawks Radio Network. Here's Joe Brand. Well, the best day ever definitely ends up being the best day ever as the Blackhawks end their eight-game winless skid. They pick up their first victory of this homestand. They take down the Ottawa Senators despite being outplayed a little bit towards the end of the game, but a whole lot of good effort, a whole lot of goodwill, and the Blackhawks turn out victorious today, a 3-2 winner against Ottawa. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show. We're taking you up to 5.30 today as we wrap up this five-game homestand. The Hawks find their first win since the All-Star break. They're going to play one quick road game. That'll be in Carolina on Monday, and then they're back home for more fun here at the United Center. But a whole bunch of positives to pull from this one as the Hawks take down Ottawa. Ryan Donato is going to be joining us on the postgame show as well. But right now, we're going to head on upstairs and bring in our pal Troy Murray. He was on the call with John Wideman today as the Hawks come away with a 3-2 win. And Troy, it would have been easy for this team to have a lot of their life sucked out after Connor Bedard's what would have been go-ahead goal was pulled back after they reviewed it and found offsides, but Hawks did a good job of keeping some pressure in that third period, and Jason Dickinson, a guy who's had a heck of a year, finding a way to just muscle it past Corpusalo and giving the Hawks a lead for good and eventually the victory. I, I just, you know what, you look at the makeup of this team, and I don't think anything really phases them. They, they know that they have trouble producing offense, and they've got to be better defense, but they know that uh, they've had good goaltending from Peter Mrazek all season long. But You know, you, you look at the resolve of this team and the way they've competed right to the end in the majority of the games. And again, they you know, as you said, they weren't phased by the, the callback on the Bedard goal. They just kept going right at it. I think maybe... Bedard himself probably knew it was offside, but uh, boy, what a what a play by him! And just having him back in the equation certainly has a different feel around this team. But uh, you know, for them just to kind of keep focused in what they needed to do, not get deterred on it, and and then to score a goal with a minute and fifty-two to send this crowd here the best day ever home happy. Definitely the best day ever, and the Hawks taking down Ottawa 3-2. to two. By the way, fans, when you hear Ottawa over and over in today's postgame show, think of Ottawa, Illinois, the fun, friendly, charming destination just a short drive from Chicago with small-town coffee shops, award-winning locally brewed beer, all kinds of excellent casual and fine dining, and 400 comfortable rooms to stay in. Ottawa's the perfect place for a long weekend. Let's score some goals today, beat Ottawa, and then start planning your trip to Ottawa, Illinois. Log on to visit Ottawa. IL.com, brought to you by Ottawa and the Illinois Office of Tourism. And scoring goals is what the Hawks did today. I mean, they got three of them to, to edge Ottawa. But, Troy, we saw a shoot-first mentality from this team right away. It felt like the, team, the Hawks were very mindful about getting off to a good start. They did that. Ottawa did have a lot of push in that second period, but it does seem like with Connor Bedard back in the lineup now, you're just starting to see more structured offense and uh, some better passing and just a better overall flow of the offense so far. Yeah, I, I think that you know when you have Bedard in the lineup, you, every time he's out there on the ice, you, you think something good is going to happen, and uh, it, you just see. I think it filters into the confi- uh, confidence of the team. And I'll, we'll talk to Ryan about this when he he sits down with you. But you know when you have Bedard, <laughs> he just in there, sat down. Oh, if you want to ask you, him, there, that. there you go, uh, Ryan. We were just talking about 
the addition of, of Connor Bedard back to the lineup, does it give you guys a lot of confidence knowing that uh, he is out there and he's going to create those offensive opportunities? Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, it uh, it tires out the defense a lot of times too. So, I mean, he gets so many chances and generates so much. Sometimes the D are second-guessing uh, second themselves, and it opens a lot up for uh, the other lines as well. Do you just find yourself being more mindful when he's out on the ice in terms of, you know, where do I need to be? I know you guys aren't on the same line as of right now, but, but do, you, do you find a little bit of a different tick in your game when you're playing with him? Yeah, a little bit. I think you always try and, uh, I mean, play the same way so that guys can kind of know your tendencies and know what you like to play with. But I think at the end of the day with him, uh, he sees the ice so well and, and can do so many things that sometimes uh, you get yourself open and you know that he can actually see that play or make that play to you. So you got to be ready for it, right? Uh, I think at the beginning of the year, I think he was catching guys off guard a little bit with not just his shooting, but his playmaking ability as well, where he finds a guy back door or, or hits a guy when they're not ready, right? So I think playing with him, you always got to be ready for the puck to come to you. Even though he's such a great shooter, he can make a lot of plays. So I think that's one of the adjustments that I make personally, and I think a lot of guys make as well. A beautiful play by him to score the goal, but called back because of the offside, and we were just touching on it a little bit. Now, what was on the bench and what was being said as far as put that aside, let's just keep going, let's focus on what we need to do, and then finally getting the job done with the Dickinson goal? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, um, I mean, sometimes even creating that momentum, even though it gets called back, it's still exciting. It gets the guys going. It gets the the floodgates open a little bit. So I think knowing that, uh, I mean, Connor was definitely still hungry after that and he wanted more chances and more goals. And uh, obviously he created a lot more. And then, uh, I mean, that opens up a lot for the, those other lines that have uh, been thriving as well. So I think, I mean, Dickie was ready to go and uh, when his number got called and uh, he capitalized again. What kind of the, what was the reward feeling like to to finally give Peter Morazic some goal support and a victory? Yeah, I mean we just got it there barely, but I mean with him he's been so spectacular all year. Um, even though we haven't been able to give him that support, so on a night like tonight where he makes I don't know what was it forty something saves. Yeah. Uh, I mean it's just crazy that sometimes you haven't been able to get them a win when he's been doing that. So I think he deserves it. Um, I'm lucky, or we're lucky and happy to to happy to get him that win for sure. Ryan, what do you guys need to do better defensively to cut down some of these opportunities that have been uh, you know, given and, and the way that Mrazek has played? He's been phenomenal, but how do you cut down on some of the opportunities? I don't know. It's a good question. I think that's something that we always ask ourselves. Um, what can we do better, right? But for us, I think, um, I mean, a lot of these teams that we're playing have uh, playoff aspirations and are, are ready to, I mean, at this point of the year, we're playing a lot of good teams like tomorrow or Monday we play Carolina. These teams are pushing for sp- playoff spots in, in certain things. So the style of uh, play changes. you got to make those players on the wall in the D zone. you got to know where your outs are. you got to be in the right position at all times because, I mean, a lot of these teams that are that are in that playoff hunt that are in the first or second division are are they're trying to win, right? you know what I mean? Now we're trying to win too, but, uh, you know, we just got to make sure we're playing uh, every night and bringing our A game because those teams for sure are. What have you enjoyed about all these home games? It's nice to be home for a bit. I yeah. feel like the schedule's been a little crazy this year, um, especially off, after All-Star break, come, being able to come home and kind of get in a rhythm. Um, you know, it's always fun playing at home. It seems like the game always goes better at home, obviously, right? It's the home crowd and being able to play in front of your f- friends and family is definitely uh, a benefit as well. I know you guys have been working on your defensive zone structure. How important is the first pass coming out of your own end, the execution of that first pass? How important is that? I mean, yeah, it's huge. I think, you, you, I mean, at this point of the year, uh, any little mistake that you get usually ends up in the back of your net. So uh, bearing down, making sure we're catching these passes and, and making the right decision in those passes is huge. And I think our defensemen are, uh, defensemen are learning really quickly, and uh, hopefully they continue to grow.
How cool was uh, Nick Felino's kids reading the lineup today? They're awesome. I was I was there for Christmas. Those guys are they're awesome. They're balls of energy, and uh, same with his daughter. So we're, we were happy to have them. Got the guys going. Do you watch the show Shorzy? Do, do you know the reference they were doing? No, I, I haven't seen the show. I've seen like bits and pieces of the show, but I haven't actually watched the show. Okay, is, it's, is, it's is, a good one. I mean, show? is that what's in the show there? Yeah, that's how they read the lineup. They say, the, "Donato, you you go, you ready to go? Yeah." Good, because you're going, and oh, everyone claps. Awesome. It's 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 a very easy watch if you're a hockey fan, but uh, yeah. the writing in it is pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah, no, they, they, we all got a kick out of it, so it was a lot of fun. The kids were out there at the practice yesterday, and I, I told Nick that uh, by far the kids have way better hands than, than he does, but how cool is it to have the kids around the locker room and, and, and to see that uh, involvement? Oh, it's awesome. I mean, I was fortunate enough to have a dad that played hockey as well, and uh, those memories that you make uh, with your children or with your dad is 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 hard to to do later in life. And I think uh, being able to go to the rink and and see the guys and meet different players. I, I mean, I can go through them through so many different stories and memories of doing it with my dad as well. It was it meant the world to me. So uh, I'm happy for those for his kids and getting, being able to experience that. And then for all the kids that can come watch his practice and and learn and and see all that stuff. Because I don't remember going to as many practices as a fan and seeing teams practice and going to watch. Connor Bedard, but like players, shoot pucks before practice. I think it would have been pretty cool and special, and, uh, you know, I hope it is for them. It seems like you're fitting so well into this roster. What's your overall experience, Ben? How much are you like in Chicago right now? I love it. I love it. I mean, we have such a good group of guys here. Uh, we have an exciting future for sure. Uh, a lot of pieces that we're building into the team culture, and, uh, you know, it's an exciting time to be a part of this organization because, uh, you know, we have a lot of excitement to look forward to in the next two or three years, and I'm excited to see what the team can do and be like in the future, and I'm um, doing everything I can to be a part of it. There's been so much frustration with this team this year with all the injuries that you guys are, have been dealing with, but it seems now that you're getting some healthy bodies back, and how, you know, how special is that for to get some of these guys back that have missed significant periods of time to get them back in the lineup? Yeah, you know, it's tough. You always pray for those guys. You know, it's not easy training all summer and, and wrapping your life around hockey, right, and then losing games to an injury and uh, some of them that could have been preventable. And it's tough. You know, it's it's hard, and uh, the recoveries aren't easy, especially you're not around the gr- group as much. You're doing your own recovery with certain uh, certain guys, so it, it's hard. Um, but, you know, getting those guys back in the lineup, it, it changes the mojo of the team. It would have been nice to have them a lot more this year and uh, some of the guys that we've been missing. But, uh, it's exciting to have those guys starting to pile back in, and uh, you know, hopefully, we can turn some games around. Ryan, do you happen to know it's Darren Pang's birthday? I did not. How old is he turning? Uh, well, you'll have to ask him. I don't know if I'm at liberty to say 60. the exact. 60. 60. Oh, I'm boy. throwing it out there. He's 60. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> Luckily, Troy's got the stats here on hand. Uh, yeah, if you happen to have, a me- have to say a message for Darren Pang, what would it be on his birthday? <sighs> 60 is a big one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Congratulations. Hey, I might know a guy. (laughs) Ryan, congratulations. Best of luck uh, the rest of the way. But a hard-fought win, and and good for you guys for finally getting this uh, losing skid off off your backs. Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate you having me. That's Ryan Donato. Blackhawks beat the Ottawa Senators 3-2 here from the United Center. And, Troy, just a team-friendly victory. Everyone pitching in, everyone pulling their two cents, pulling their weight, and uh, definitely a a much-needed win for this group right now.
you know, it was it was a hard-fought game. Great goaltending from Mrazek. Um, you know, they made some mistakes. They're going to have to clean those up and, and, you know, not count on your goaltender to make those big saves. But I, I, I like the way, again, they competed in this game. Um, you know, they're doing the best they can to, to create offensive opportunities. Great to see Connor Bedard back in the lineup. It really certainly adds a different flair, just a, a, a different type of uh, energy in the building and when he's on the ice and you know he scored two goals one didn't count but uh, you know when you look at this team that has been starving to score goals great to see Bedard back in the lineup and the way that Mrazek has been playing all season long I mean you got to give him a ton of credit for this victory this afternoon all right pal well this is a fun one it was the best day ever in a much needed win much deserved win and uh, now they get to go for one quick road game and it's all back here for more fun at the UC did you know that this game against Carolina was not on the original schedule? I did not. Tell me no, more. No, no. They, they were going to Blackhawks were going to play ten straight games at home, and they just said that, hey, that's crazy. We got to do it. So they switched <laughs> around and they fit in the Carolina game into wow. the schedule, and so five one and five. Uh, but originally it was going to be ten straight home games. Crazy. Hey, Mister. Uh Birthday boy, did you happen to know that this was supposed to be a 10-game homestand for the Blackhawks here at the United Center, but the great Troy Murray just told us that the NHL wasn't going to allow the Hawks to have 10 straight home games, so they had to squeeze No, in no, the... it was the Blackhawks who oh, didn't want... it was the want... Hawks. The Hawks oh. didn't want 10 straight home games. Too much. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of you and me hanging together down here in the bowels of the United <laughs> Center, my friend. <laughs> There's multiple reasons why 10 straight home games is a bad reason. <laughs> Uh, thanks happy, for the balloon today birthday. earlier. Troy, thanks for the balloon. That was a really nice red balloon you gave me. Where, where did you get that from? Well, I stole it out of your booth. You know that. <laughs> he, he was caught in traffic. That's why he was late. He was stopping by Party City on oh, the way into the UC. Oh, that's what you did. And, that's yeah. so thoughtful of you, Troy. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, and you know what, uh, Panger? John accused me of putting fingerprints on his glasses uh, today during the broadcast. And, you know, I, I don't know where he got that idea. Oh. You, yourself, blamed me for being at the rink yesterday and tying your, your laces together yeah. so you couldn't get your skates on. You were doing something with, with Peter Mrazek. I mean, uh, why did you go in that direction? I mean, I wasn't even down there when you were skating. That doesn't, that doesn't sound like Troy at it all. It doesn't sound like you, and I... First of all, I said there's no way it'd be Troy. He's a really good friend, and I, I know he wouldn't do that. I've got to now untie these several knots that were very tightly done. Um, and then uh, somebody said Troy was smirking. <laughs> and I, I, was, I, I was long gone when, when all this happened. So how, how was somebody saying I was smirking? I, I don't know, Troy, but I, I think you've created this persona, um, and, and you're going to own this one. You're going to own this one. Real, real. <laughs> Panger, have you ever had sparkling tea? Sparkling? <laughs> no, no. Hey, hold that thought for one second. We've got to get to an ID real quick. Blackhawks postgame show, 720 WGN. The Blackhawks, Wildcats, and the NFL play here on AM 720. On smart speakers, say play WGN Chicago. WGN. We're recapping a 3-2 win over the Ottawa Senators today at the United Center. We've got Darren Pang. It's his birthday. We've got Troy Murray here. It's really the best day ever. But I ask if you've ever had sparkling tea because we're getting ready for the game. And I, I like to have a cup of tea before the game. And I'm, I'm putting together my lemon, my honey. And there's a guy with a cup of tea in his hand kind of hovering over the pot. And the pot's smoking, like, ready to go. And I'm like, is that, are you up? Is it your, is it your water? He's like... 
can you try that for me? I'm like, okay. And I pour it in. He's like, I think, I think there's sparkling water filled up in the teapot. And I pour it in there, and I'm, yep, sure enough, it's sparkling water. There's spark, someone put sparkling water into the teapot, and, you know, the wonderful Cindy, who's normally up there, wasn't there today. So we're like, oh, no, is the person who replaced, like, do do we have to tell management about this? Is this a big deal? So I I go over to Troy, because I know Troy's already had two cups of tea ready. I go, did did you put that tea together? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, have you tasted it? He goes, no. I'm like, because somebody put sparkling water in the teapot. And Troy had this grin that you were just referencing. That He's one? like, yeah, yeah, that grin. He's like, now who would have done something like that? <laughs> Troy, are you coming up with something new, sparkling tea? <laughs> no, but, but <laughs> I admitted it right away because that's why I was laughing because I used the last water in, in the teapot. <laughs> and I thought I was filling it up with water, but it was sparkling water that was coming out of the dispenser. <laughs> so I just put it back on the on the thing. And, <laughs> didn't tell anyone. <laughs> well, I didn't realize I did it. I thought it was just water. So it, it, it was me, but that was not on purpose. The guy before me just gave me the strangest look, and I'm like, oh, so I'm the guinea pig here. You need me to take the take down the sparkling tea and, and see if it's all right. So, Oh, my. New drink sponsored by uh, the Blackhawks pregame festivities, sparkling hot tea. Nice Panger, what did you, Panger, what did you think about uh, Connor Bedard's play tonight here? Yeah, I, I, mean, I think he's just getting more and more confident with every shift, huh, Troy? Like, I, I just thought early on there was a sequence that he, he grabbed the puck and he went and, he, and went through traffic, kind of reached out, leaned for a puck, and I'm like, ooh, you know. But he's, I, I think he was moving his skates a lot better with, with way less uncertainty that he started the last game, Muzz. And so, that, I mean, that was great. Uh, it's a shame that that was offside by, by an it? inch or an inch and a half because I, I sold every superlative I had in my, <laughs> in my very tiny – um, notebook body. Well, but any descriptions <laughs> that I had, synonyms, I I threw them all out there. The nine of hearts, the holy jumping, the thanks for coming. The I think it's offside. Oh boy, that was a good dress rehearsal. But all in all, I thought it was good, and I thought he and Kershaw playing that little, you know, that tight game that just kind of a well, what do you call it? Maybe maybe small skills area games. Uh, Troy, given yep. goes. I thought yep. that was really good. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they, they really, you know, the little backhand saucer that Kurashev mm-hmm. gave to Bedard on his goal, the release from Bedard, that's something that we haven't seen since he's been out of the lineup. The ability of him to turn around and fire that puck at the net and dribble through the goaltender, but mm-hmm. just to get that shot through the defenseman from that little uh, backhand saucer pass from Kurashev, maybe 10, 15 feet is all it was, and then the same way with his little play there between Bedard and, and Kurashev before he fed Nick Felino in front of the net. Those little plays, boy, they're very impressive. Yeah, really, really, really. So even before the goal, I, I know he did, the, the puck fluttered on him. And amazing how the goal scores, that puck goes in, isn't it, Troy? It, it, like, it, did it turn on end at the last second? Like, how did it get through Corpusalo? But yeah. it does. Yeah. But the play before that on the one-on-three was more impressive to me. How he got the puck through and, uh, and, and changed the angle so quickly and got a really good shot on Corpusala. But oh, yeah, I, I want to ask you one more question. That, that, How did Morazic not, not, not be one of the stars? How about it? <laughs> he, he was my player of the game. Oh, my, mine too. My, 40 oh boy. saves. I mean, my goodness, he, he was excellent. But going back to the Bedard shot that uh, you're talking about, it, was, it was ended up between the legs of, of the defender. And just to get that shot away and pull that in, find a different uh, shooting angle, get the shot, is what a, is ex- 
see what happened and why the goal was scored because now all of a sudden there's some confusion. Yeah, there's no point. no ability of Corpus Allo to control that rebound. Goes around the boards. I'm surprised that Nick Felino didn't get an assist and maybe they'll yeah. add one because he won the board battle. Puck squirted out to Kurashev. That little backhand saucer pass to Bedard and then the goal was scored there. But without that play by Connor Bedard, it was a real tough save for the goaltender. That play doesn't happen. You don't score the goal. Yeah, and that's a that's a veteran in Felino, isn't it? What we call it in our day, just to have a heavy stick on Troy. Just yeah. have a firm, heavy stick. And he he was. He won the battle. Senators were going north. The play went south. Yeah. And, I mean, that's you're right. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't change it and give him an assist on that play. Huh. I looked at it, and I, I saw it again. I Maybe they'll add it, but they, they didn't uh, so far. Okay. Well, that's another job for you, Troy. I mean, you're the guy that steals balloons, puts sparkling water in tea, and now you can be you can be the guy that does all the the goal scoring now and, and goes and, over the video. And supposedly ties knots in somebody's skate laces. Allegedly, yeah, that's allegedly. I, yeah. I, 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 all I, all I know is I went on the ice, I, I relaced my boots, got them going out there, and uh, and the feature is going to be shown as the season goes on. We got little. Uh, kind of snippets of information from Mrazek, including, by the way, his stick might have been the first star. That little poke check that he made a couple of oh, yeah. times, including the you know the cross-crease pass, Troy, late uh, from his left to his right, and he got yep. the stick blade on it. Just and then enough the one, of it. Yes, just enough. And then the one poke check, uh, was it Zub? In fr- yes, it was, yeah. the defenseman Zub. And uh, so that stick was magical, and he actually gives me little pointers on that in, this, in the stuff that we did yesterday with my... Brand new skate laces. Well, it's, I mean, it's probably the least he could do with all the pointers you've given him, I'm sure, right? Right, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. And, and if you really wanted to find out who did that, I'm sure they have a security camera inside the Blackhawks dressing room. <laughs> they probably do, Troy. <laughs> Little do we know, Troy's wearing Charlie Romeliotis' hat or something oh, and walking in and trying goodness. to. Troy, Troy, I, uh... let's, let's go for a cold beverage, okay? Okay. Okay, buddy. All right, you two. <laughs> Happy birthday, Panger. Thanks, Joe. See you, buddy. Muzz, Troy, great stuff as always. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you in a couple of g- games where uh, the Hawks are going to be on the road for the first time in a while. Yeah. Nice quick little trip to uh, Carolina and then uh, five more here at the United Center. All right. Be on your best behavior until then, okay? <laughs> always. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pal. We'll talk to you later. All right. Thanks, Joe. That is Troy Murray. Hawks beat the Ottawa Senators 3-2 to two today at the United Center. We're talking about it post-game show until 5.30, but we got to get to a break. Uh, Blackhawks post-game show. Come join us, 312-981-7200 here on 720 WGN. Drops it into the zone, picked off by Bedard. He'll race back through center over the Ottawa line and fires from the right circle. That's through the feet of Sanderson. In on goal, blocker save made. Bedard got it back, shoots and scores from in front of the Ottawa net. Connor claimed a loose puck about 10 feet out and shot it through the wickets on Corpusello, and we're tied at two. Connor Bedard with one goal and two assists. Not tonight. I almost said it. I almost said the tonight word, but I was able to make an audible. Uh, one goal and two assists for Connor Bedard in his first two games back. Since coming off injury, the Hawks with a 3-2 victory over the Ottawa Senators today on the best day ever at the United Center. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show. We're taking you up to 530. 
Listen, Connor Bedard had a great game. He was the number one star, but I think a lot of people are right in giving more credit to Peter Morazic today. 40 saves in this one. He was not one of the top three stars, but we'll give him our player with the most heart, which is sponsored by Northwestern Medicine. Northwestern Medicine is home to the state's leading heart and vascular program, top ranked for 16 straight years by U.S. News and World Report. It looks like he talked with the media, Connor Bedard talked with the media, and uh, Luke Richardson as well. However, don't have that sound just yet for you, but as soon as we get it, we'll give you as much of it as we can. We'll go to the text line, and again, 312-981-7200 if you'd like to call or if you'd like to text. Our guy Devin from Payless Hills chiming in. The guys who got extensions were the unsung heroes tonight, not taking anything away from Bedard. Dickinson could have had a few, but Mrazic should have been the first of the game tonight. Definitely player with the most heart. Wow, Devin, now you're beating me to the punch on my own reads. Uh, yeah, totally agree. Felino had a great game. Dickinson had a great game. Peter Mrazic had a great game. And that's a big reason why the Hawks were so eager to extend those guys because it makes sense for them to be on this roster for the short term and hopefully for the long term. But for right now, they're good guys to have in the dressing room to help mold this younger roster. And you're really starting to see a lot of chemistry now with Kurishev, Bedard, and Felino. I'm sure Bedard returning to the lineup has kind of just uh, boosted things a little bit and just been a shot of adrenaline for a lot of guys, but especially the ones on his line and Kurishev and Felino. But it's really good to see that. And it's really good to see the type of year that Kurashev is having with and also without Connor Bedard. I mean, he was still doing some good things when Bedard was hurt. But his game has definitely taken it up a notch. Uh, they're finding each other on the ice a lot. Bedard seems to be elevating Kurashev's game. I go back to that first goal of the game when the Hawks took a one nothing lead thanks to Nick Foligno. I mean, Bedard brings the puck into the Senators' zone. He's on the near side. And because he's Connor Bedard, the Senators have to respect that. So you got to either keep a keen eye on him, maybe put two guys on him. But either way, there's a lot of attention on him. But Bedard, as always, keeps his cool, finds Philip Kurashev just a few feet away from him, a soft little pass over to Kurashev. So then all of a sudden the attention goes from Bedard to, oh, no, the puck's going over here to the right of the net. There's Kurashev. But Kurashev has his head up, and he makes a very selfless, heads-up, and strategic good pass to Nick Felino right in front of the net. Felino didn't get a clean stick on it. It almost seemed like it went off his skate, but as Troy was mentioning in the intermission, good positioning by Felino for his entire body and just the way his skates were directed to allow that to be redirected in, give the Hawks a one nothing lead. I think it's also worth noting that the Hawks coughed up the lead today. They were down 2-1 in the second period. Uh, first power play goal the Hawks have allowed it since the All-Star break. It ended a trend of 11 straight penalties killed off by the Hawks, and they were outshot in that second period, 22-6. to But, again, this is kind of a quality we saw last year. Because it takes an entire 60 minutes for the Hawks to pull out most victories, even though that might not have been the case today, they they're used to kind of chasing, right? They're used to being down, to being to trailing and finding a way to kind of turn their game around mid-game. So that experience, I think, played a role today because they were only down by one goal after two periods. They're, they're used to having that support from Peter Morazic whenever he's in net, but they still see it as a winnable game. And I take that back. It was tied 2-2 through two periods, but still, I mean... It, being 
immensely outplayed in the second period, it would have been easy for the Hawks to just kind of move past into the third. But yet they find a way to win it. Uh, it would have been really cool if that second goal was successful for Bedard, but it was indeed offside. And uh, they still found a way. Jason Dickinson able to to bat it in. And again, a 3-2 winner over the Ottawa Senators. More of your calls and more of your texts, but we got to get to another break. Blackhawks with a 3-2 victory and their eight-game winless skid. This is the Blackhawks postgame show, 720 WGN. Drew got it back in behind the net. The Sanderson high slot. He'll fire. Butterfly save made by Morazic. That was one of 40 saves by Peter Morazic today. As the Hawks take down the Ottawa Senators 3-2 on the best day ever at the United Center. Eight-game winless skid comes to an end. The Hawks' next game will be on the road in Carolina, and then they're right back home for five straight here at the UC. Our Save of the Game is sponsored by ComEd Financial Assistance Programs. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show. We're taking you up to 530 today, so we do have to boogie uh, really quickly to the text line again from the 219 area code. Adam from Romeoville. Mrazic should have gotten one of the three stars. Always keeps the Hawks in every game. Defense definitely needs to tighten up a bit. This could have easily been a 5-2 loss if it wasn't for him. Thoughts? Question mark? Yeah, I agree, Adam from Romeoville. Again, the Hawks were outplayed in that second period, but granted, you got to give them credit for keeping the game tied up at two, even if it was uh, a very... I don't want to say it a, a solo individual effort by... Connor Bedard, because obviously Felino and Kurashev played pretty big roles on it, but it was started by Bedard and it was finished by Bedard. And Ottawa outshot the Hawks 13-8 to in the third period, too. I mean, the last two periods were pretty much, I don't want to say dominated, but Ottawa had the most of the momentum. So good on the Hawks for getting off to a good start. Good on them for not getting too down on themselves after coughing up the lead in the second period and it's just a good resilient win by this team and much needed and much deserved and even if it wasn't perfect you got to celebrate these types of games because there have been a whole lot that have been flip-flop for the Hawks this year we got to get to another break more on this Hawks victory over the Senators when we come back Blackhawks postgame show 720 WGN here's to sweeter mornings bold rich mornings creamy and caramel drizzled mornings because right now at McDonald's, I can get a medium McCafe beverage, like my favorite caramel frappe, for just three fifty. And while I'm there, I can pick up a few of my breakfast favorites, like a bacon, egg, and cheese bagel made with applewood smoked bacon and crispy golden hash browns. So here's to toasty, melty, savory mornings, too. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Get the official NHL app to watch, read, and listen to all the deeks. All I can say is absolutely wow. All the sauce. All the saves. Stop from Vasilevsky. All the hits. All the snipes. All the sellies. He scores! Unbelievable! All the hockey. If it's hockey, it's here. Listen to every NHL game for free. Now with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Download the official NHL app now. Hey, it's Steve Bertrand here. It's frosty, it's freezing, that must be February, right? And if you've had enough of the frigid drafts coming through your windows and the frustration of higher and higher heating bills, it's time to fight the February cold with quality replacement windows from Window Nation. I did. I've got a new window on my stairway landing. It doesn't freeze in weather like this anymore, and I can still watch the neighbors check out everything they're doing. 
This month, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. Their professional installation teams have over 10 years of experience, plus they can install your new windows in one day or less, and it comes with a lifetime warranty. So, with proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands of homeowners have trusted Window Nation for their homes, and you can too. Don't miss out. 50% off and zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. You can't afford to wait. It's easy. Call 866-90-NATION or check out windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. For the lowest gas prices in Chicagoland, visit wgnradio.com slash gas prices. Sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at chevydrivechicago.com. Now it's the Canes right back into it. Here comes Natchez with speed. Rap chance out front. He'll play it free. Let's score! Chatfield on the assist from Natchez. And Jalen Chatfield has put Carolina up 2-0 here in the early going. Mike Maniscalco of 99.9 FM, The Fan. And that is a call from Carolina's victory over the Arizona Coyotes two days ago. That's our next game preview, which is sponsored by Plumbers 911 Chicago, where they do it right the first time. Yeah, the only road game for the Hawks this entire month of February is this upcoming Monday. It's in Carolina. It's a 6 o'clock puck drop, which means a 5.30 FanDuel Sportsbook pregame show. That's not going to be an easy one for the Hawks. Carolina currently second in the Metropolitan Division. They're only behind the New York Rangers, but they're back by six points. Uh, 31-17-5 record for the Carolina Hurricanes so far this year. Rod Brindamore's team. And uh, Hurricanes are actually in Vegas tonight. They're taking on the reigning Stanley Cup champions. But again, coming off a 5-1 victory over the Arizona Coyotes. And it'll be a tough matchup for the Hawks, but at least some good vibes heading into it as the Hawks come out victorious today, a 3-2 winner over the Ottawa Senators. Unfortunately, we don't have time to get you some post-game sound. Connor Bedard, Peter Morazic, Luke Richardson all chatting with the media. I'm just kind of scouring Twitter right now and pulling out some quotes. Um, I really was uh, chuckling at one. This from Ben Pope of the Chicago Sun-Times on Twitter. Luke Richardson on Connor Bedard. When he comes downhill, I just think it's going to go in every time. Kind of felt like that a few times today. Um, Luke Richardson's thoughts on Connor Bedard's incredible goal that was disallowed. This coming from John Dietz of the Daily Herald on Twitter. Uh, Caught them off guard. The defenseman probably didn't play it the greatest. He kind of backed right out of the crease and let Connor have that open ice. Our rule is to hold half of the crease. So if it's a low goal line jam or a two-on-one, the guy can't go around the goalie. He came in after such a quick turnover. That's... That's what's hard for people to stop him. It was an impressive game from him tonight. It really was. And uh, just more success coming over from his first game back just two nights ago against the Pittsburgh Penguins. And seems like the rookie is back, and he continues to lead all rookies in the NHL. Now 36 points, 16 goals. He's only behind Brock Faber with 20 assists as uh, rookies in the NHL for all other leaders. Blackhawks Hockey has been sponsored by Sitco. When you start with Sitco, you're good to go. United Airlines, your Chicago and Northwest Indiana Hyundai dealers. Plumbers 911 Chicago, where they do it right the first time, and Northwestern Medicine. Big thanks to all the help back at the WGN Radio Studios, our production crew, 
of Colin McCarthy and Sammy Martino helping us out today. Our engineer was the captain, the tireless, Chris Flores. Here at the United Center, our reporter was Jack Heinrich. Our Hall of Fame engineer was Mr. Paul Zerang. John Weideman and Troy Murray had the call. Another big thanks to Ryan Donato and Darren Pang for popping into the postgame show. For everyone that I mentioned, I'm Joe Brand signing off. Hawks beat the Senators 3-2 here at the United Center. Our next broadcast is Monday. Ron Brown has your news next. After that, it's Dave Plyer. Have a great rest of your weekend, everybody. You've been listening to Chicago Blackhawks Hockey on Blackhawks Radio, 720 WGN, streaming on WGNRadio.com and smart devices everywhere.